Welcome to VC for Stupid Idiots. We're your idiots, Marianne, Michelle, and Francesco. From pneumaticminds.capital. Here, we interview the best investors on the planet to learn their secrets and tell them a lot of bad jokes. Then, we use their knowledge to invest in emerging market startups. Because this is the most effective way to lift people out of poverty and make outstanding returns. If you want to see what we are investing in this week, please join us at nomadicminds.capital. Hello and welcome to our third airing. We are VCs for Stupid Idiots. We are the idiots and Dimitri here as our host is the superstar. Dimitri, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Well, number one, I'm also an idiot. Um, so <laughs> there. Thanks for joining. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never want to be the smartest guy in the room, right? Um, yeah. So uh, I am an entrepreneur. I've... Uh, I've been living in uh, in LA for the last 25 years, became a nomad about a year ago, and then officially cut off, severed all the ties with uh, with LA um, with just very recently. Um, so I have, uh, I've had a couple of companies over the years from uh, SaaS and productivity to health tech and wearables. Got it. And uh, so... Uh, I mean, we all know you did great, great things with your company. Uh, can you can you disclose like some big achievements what you've done just to let the listener know how cool you are because you're really humble. Sure. Well, um, one uh, I guess one I'm most proud of is our. Um, it's a. Are we on video or just audio? No, no, we just uh, okay. just gonna be on audio. That's good because I, I don't have it. Here right now anyway uh, so it's a little wearable device that you wear on it's like a patch that you wear on specific points on your body and it basically converts your body heat into light a spectrum of light from infrared to ultraviolet and sends that light into your nervous system through specific acupuncture points so chinese medicine meridian points and basically it helps your nervous system communicate more effectively with the rest of your body and the, the effects of this are pretty wide ranging. We, we have uh, five Olympic athletes who are using it for better sports performance um, and biohackers using it for optimizing their brain waves and so on. But probably the most the thing I'm most proud of is what we can do for multiple sclerosis and Parkinson's and other like, serious diseases like that. And we have thousands of patients who literally can start walking who couldn't walk before. And we have people who couldn't oh. talk before and then wearing this thing for a couple of months. Start talking. Okay, so if you are the idiot, we are completely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah. I actually didn't invent it, uh, so it's. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So wow, we, that's really still it. Okay. 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 Got it. And do you actually do you invest in startups right now? Do you actually like looking for company to like actually investing in? Um. So I, there was a period where I was more actively investing in startups. I pro. I, and, and to be honest, I wasn't, I was usually piggybacking on, on syndicates and other people's investments. Um, I haven't written any checks probably in a couple of years um, and kind of shifted my investing towards uh, crypto in the last 
you, you know, year, year and a half, uh, which was from mm-hmm. liquidity standpoint is much, uh, much better. Okay. So right now you're not doing like angel investing or venture capital. You're just basically like doing crypto and uh, investing there. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of uh, syndicates have you joined so far? Uh, there's at least a handful. Um, I, I, to be honest, I don't even remember their names. They were you know, friends of mine. So I kind of just, I, I look at, you know, who do I trust to co-invest with? And then I kind of look through and see which companies I under, ideally understand something about, or at least understand the markets. Um, and to be honest, my, my best return was a company I have completely no understanding and not friends with the, with the, the, the syndicate. And uh, it was a completely the weirdest investment ever. And it's Would you say it was your best investment? Yeah. Or have you had better? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's it's the best. I mean, it, it was a let's see. I think it was at the at the moment it's 300x return. So yeah, okay, see. so you would say that like ah. investing comes from people that you trust and like getting in on the community. Well, as I as I've realized, the the best return came from complete luck <laughs> and. Just, Got it. Yeah. yeah. So, Dimitri, you are not the classic entrepreneur from LA. Why? Because you go, as I said, you were born in Russia and you were from an emerging market and came obviously in a much stronger ecosystem and obviously did great. Uh, we are famous for two things. The first thing is supporting entrepreneurs in emerging markets. So, can you share your story, how difficult it was? this transition from basically uh, Russia to LA for you and how do you think you could have done in Russia well, compared to what you did yeah. So I was 16 when I left Russia. I came with my parents, so it's not really, you know, it's a little mm-hmm. it's cheating. And do you have like, do you have still relationship with this with the ecosystem, with the Russian ecosystem? To some extent. Um, yeah, I still have friends. So I spent uh, about a decade working in um, uh, well, at Overture, which got acquired by Yahoo. So we, uh, between those two companies. And so we did a lot of, and I was actually in charge of doing business development and emerging markets. So I kind of built a, a decent network across the emerging markets and Russia was one of them. Um, but to be honest, Russia specifically is, to me, seems like a very difficult place to do business in general. Uh, especially now, so I personally would probably stay away from it at the moment, uh, just because the, the overall climate and the political political climate is a little bit of a risk. What is the best region right now to get started in investments? Uh, ge- geographically speaking? Yeah. Does yeah. any market you feel like there would be a boom anytime soon? Like I mean, I'm I'm really not. I'm really an idiot. When it comes to that question, um, so from what I've heard, um, I mean, people have been saying that Africa is still, um, you know, is positioned to to boom at some point. Um, I mean, unfortunately, or fortunately, U.S. is, I mean, definitely not Silicon Valley anymore. But I think just across, you know, more spread out within the U.S., it's still the, just the ecosystem wise and uh, the resources wise, etc. It's just probably still the best place. Um, but again, I, I, I really don't know what I'm talking about. No, no, absolutely. And so to be honest, Dimitri, like 
you know, being a successful entrepreneur is is a kind of like is one one of a thousand, if not one of a million people can do it. What you've done. So, what do you think? Is it the main skill or trait? The, if you have to summarize the one thing that actually help you the most to stand out from the crowd, which, which kind of skills or trait will it be? It's a really good question. Um, you know, I, I just had this conversation with a, with a friend of mine, um, and I'm not sure if I'm directly answering your question, but one of the things that I've um, that I realized just today which I think is relevant, is that I have a pretty good ability of looking at kind of the big picture and then uh, essentially making predictions or educated guesses um, about stuff based on a limited set of data. So just kind of looking at the situation and knowing yeah. that it's not, it's not all the data, uh, but kind of feeling where the puck is going and kind of going in that direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, yes. what advice would you give to new entrepreneurs starting their new businesses or um, wanting to explore some more? What would be the key, key advice that you would give someone like that? I would say um, being, being a generalist uh, or having a generalist mindset is helpful because every well, i guess it's called the beginner mindset is is, is one of the is, is a better way um just because everything is changing so so quickly right now and i mean for instance right so there's a lot of people who i've been friends with and following for for a while in the startup space and a lot of them are moving into the crypto space now right and the crypto yeah. space is just completely new and then and now a lot of them are moving into the nft space which literally didn't exist a year ago um, and so and that's blowing up right so so there's it's hard to be an expert in anything at this point because we're creating all of this stuff as we as we go so just kind of knowing that you're constantly learning and that they're really the body of knowledge is still being built and so we're kind of we are the ones building it yeah. so just keeping that in mind yeah that, 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 that's really good so being a generalist is the main thing and the second thing is look at things from a wider perspective, knowing the details, kind of, yeah. Because- yeah, and I think that the generalist thing is also interesting. Uh, I think uh, I see the picture of Elon Musk on your on your wall. I think yeah. <laughs> he came up with the idea of idea sex, where you take two different ideas, or if you could be an expert in two or ideally three areas and combine them uh, instead of being an expert in one area, because you, you know, that, that just seems to make sense nowadays. Yeah, and th- so you've been an entrepreneur for like. 10, 15 years, so you have seen a lot of, uh, let's say, failures also, not always on your side, but also in other people. Like, is there any specific trait or any specific, obviously you can tell us a story, but that we no need to disclose name, but any specific thing that if you see this in an entrepreneur, you like, okay, I'm kind of 89% sure this guy's not gonna make it. Like for me, if I see a guy is super focused on product rather than on distribution, like thinking the product will solve everything, I know there's a really high chance of not gonna make it. Then maybe in two, ten, 10 years, you're gonna change the mindset and do it. But I know it's not gonna make at all. Difficult one, man. Um, I mean, the thing is I've seen, and, and <laughs> the the 300X return uh, investment that I, that I was mentioning, I was literally, like the first thing after after writing the check, I emailed, I was talking to the founder 
and he would basically um I, I give him advice that was completely ended up being completely wrong you know what i mean so so i really don't know what <laughs> and look, good, good for me and for, and for him um i i it's really hard to say um i mean i think probably I, i've seen a lot of i think it's called uh one entrepreneur or right? so people who aren't really doing it and they're just kind of like dipping their toes instead of just kind of going in and doing it right because um and, and it doesn't mean you have to like quit your day job but it means you have to like really focus on that other thing yeah so yeah. it's kind of like they're on the fence about it yeah Mm-hmm. Okay. So we said before that we're famous for two things. First of all, is helping the emerging market. The second of all, are actually jokes. <laughs> which, sorry, which jokes? <laughs> so, but our jokes are really bad. So, do you know what, what, what are the strongest days of the week? No. Oh, uh, the strongest days of the week. No. Saturday and Sundays, because all the other ones are weekdays. Ah, <laughs> nice. Yes, you are welcome. And yeah, what kind of music a balloon is scared of? Pop, of course. Well done. <laughs> Do you want to be part of him? And who? Doing so, quite good here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess uh, apart from this, is there anything you like? One sentence or one suggestion that you will actually tell to founders they should they should pay attention to like if you have to just give one sentence to founders i always keep in mind this what this will be uh prioritize um mm. clarify your top three priorities for the year for the month for the week for the day um or even one right um it's like mm. I, i have one priority for each day But for, you know, for the, because if you have more than three, then you don't have any. Um, yeah. And then it gets a bit chaotic and everything's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So having three priorities per day top. And then I guess it's all part of you say, seeing from the big picture. Mm-hmm. You said, yeah, yeah. If you see the big picture, you can boil it down to one priority or two. But if you go into details, you have hundreds of things to do and not feasible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also have a lot of jokes about unemployed people, but none of them work. So we just move to the next <laughs> question. And, and yeah, so do you guys got any question? Yeah, yeah. I, I want to know something like, uh, Dimitri, you, you told us that you have been like, um, in the past, you have been investing in like some of the startups and with the syndicates and things like that. Um, so you don't have to disclose any names, but do you, do you have a, like a bad investment that kind of either put you off of investing or like, um, is something that you would just like to share that was quite funny for you to realize some people are thinking on this or something. So just a bad, bad investment. Yeah. Basically yeah. just a bad investment. Yeah. So what's, I, mean, I think it's just, it's a matter of luck a lot of times, but like, Yeah. I, I in so what I found is there's there's the second second time founder uh, advantage, right? So if, if it's a, a second founder, usually it means that like everybody writes them a check, they already made money for people, so yeah. they're safe. Uh, but that doesn't always work, right? So and then uh, so what, that's kind of what I've also seen. But the thing is, you you don't you never know if that's going to be an advantage or a disadvantage because uh, there's 
also sometimes there's cockiness that comes in and um, and I've, I've also seen and one there was one investment where uh, it was a you know a very successful first-time founder who was not a successful second-time founder hmm. like yeah. completely flopped what, what kind of okay <laughs> lesson did you learn from it that you can say to founders like i want to give this advice to founders hmm. based on this experience i mean that's kind of what i'm saying i, I don't think I don't think I I don't have any um, I cannot deduce any lesson from that because it's all like there there's so many different factors from luck to um, you know just being at the right place at the right time I think is really important. Um, what I would say, you know, building a network is probably very important because and so the from that founder's first successful. Uh, and, you know, really successful exit. Um, he met the the the, com- the company that ended up acquiring them. Just met him at a bar, right? And so, just having a personal connections with your network is is very important. Um, mm-hmm. How to go about it, especially now uh, during COVID, when there's not that many networking events, is a little bit more difficult. So, I think you know. Uh, being kind of smart about how you present yourself online and how you reach out to people is uh, is a good one. Um, I had somebody reach out to me a couple of weeks ago um, on LinkedIn, and I, I don't usually even check it, to be honest, but for some reason, I happened to check it that day. And the, the, it was a founder who was pitching for investment. And the pitch was basically, hey, would you like to get on the call? Like I have a company I'm presenting at. Would you, you want to get on the call with me? Um, so, so it, you know, Trying to stand out is is a good idea, but um, yeah, not standing out is not a good idea. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. This reminds me of the story, like a whole story of mine, when my friend David lost his ID, and now we call him Dove. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it's like this super super funny moment when I do a jokes and there's like two second legs, and it's like, did anyone get it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, Marianne, Michelle, who's gonna do the fire the the fire question? Michelle, take it away. Okay, so this is gonna be three super fast questions that you have to answer in either one word or in a short sentence. Okay, are you ready? Ready. Right. So, who? What would you say is the hottest industry right now, and why? The hardest. The hottest. 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 Yes. NFTs, just because all the PRs there. Okay, okay, cool. Um, who is your favorite person? Ooh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, my two daughters. Okay, perfect. They can count as one. <laughs> and if you could be any place in the world right now, where would you be? Right here. Perfect. <laughs> Great answer. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> You did absolutely great. Thank you, guys. That was, that was really fun. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Too. Thanks so much for your time, Dimitri. Thank you for the, for the three listeners of our podcast. <laughs> now you're going to be old. You're going to awesome. be smart. Cool. Thank you to all the listeners. Bye-bye.